Hey, you want to lead your story? Then you need a great script, but something to consider. Characters simply follow the script, while authors write them. Which one are you? Welcome to the Yellow Chair Podcast with X, where we deep dive into the stories that drive our lives. All right, let's get storyfied and heads up. It's a windy, blustery day, winter storm in Texas. Wind is crushing it out here. You may hear it, but uh, it's part of my story. It's part of my script. And one of the things I said to myself sitting down is, well, maybe I'll wait until the wind dies down. Maybe I'll skip a day of doing my podcast. And I said, nope, that's what a character would do. But an author would decide to what? Write the story and the script the way they want it to be. And it got me to thinking because I had another because I had another topic lined up that that this is what we need to talk about today. The difference between being a character in your story as opposed to an author, because characters are made to share and, and create and bring the story to life. Without the character, there, there is no story. But the thing about a character is they have very little control. They accept the script that has been given to them and their job in the story is to play that damn role, to play the hell out of it. And that's what makes for a great character or an actor, right? We forget who they are. We forget uh, uh, their past roles. Like we can be totally and fully caught up in their portrayal of a particular character when they do it well. And what I want to put forward to you and I is that we do the same thing in our lives. We are running a mental script that's embedded right? Embedded deeply into our neural networks, right? And it's functioning largely outside of our awareness, but it impacts everything we think, we feel, and we do. That's the character. That's the story. That's the script that we are running. But the great thing is, though those things may be cascading and firing off and, 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 and being a big part of our hidden life, governing our, our, our real life, we do have control. We do have the capacity to be author, but we have to understand how. And first, we have to make that the target, because here's the difference between a character and an author. If you were really summarize it, a character is aimed. The script, the story, it gives them their aim. They follow the script. An author creates the aim. And as author of your story, leading your story, the most powerful thing you can do is to set your aim. To set your aim, a behavioral script, a sequence of expected thoughts, feelings, and actions, and then you unleash your character, right? Your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual self to run those lines. Here's our aim. Here's what we're trying to do. Here's what we're trying to accomplish. Here's what that looks like. And now, lights, action, camera, go. That's what an author, a director does. They set the aim. And I want you to kind of sit back and really think this through because it's simple, but fully and wholly profound. If you were to sit back and take control of your life and be the author and to start writing the scripts, and judging the story and script that you have been running and take ownership of it, how would that shift and change your life? How would that change the way you show up? What type of character would you be portraying? Again, it's a simple, profound kind of line in the sand. When you create an aim, 
a target, right? This idea becomes powerfully sufficient to organize your thoughts, your feelings, and ultimately what you do. Therefore, to changing your outcomes or your destiny. But without that level of authorship or aiming, you'll end up being aimless. Not in the sense that you won't do anything because we're all taking action. We're all living. We all are giving attention to the things in our life. There isn't a, a character who doesn't have a script. It's just that we didn't author that script. That script is based upon a whole bunch of past uh, behavioral patterns based on trauma and pain, assumptions, worry, fear, anxiety, scarcity, all the things that allow us to exist and survive. Especially when we are younger, we didn't have control. We weren't conscious of the scripts that we were inheriting and accepting to be true. But as adults, as conscientious beings, and with the power and capacity to shift and change and author, we now have the tools to go in and re-engineer, to change the operating system, to write a new script, a new story. But how do you do that? How do you take aim? How do you do this thing? Because it is exhausting to be the author out front, always on guard, trying to make sure your characters hit their lines. And that's the million dollar question. Because I believe it's not about authoring a script or a story or a complete rewrite overnight. It doesn't work that way. I think as a author, a director, a creative, a storyteller, what you try to do is to create a condition where your character can play the hell out of a role, and then you can say, rap, let's put it in the can, let's cut it up, produce it, put it out there for the world to see. So what does that look like? Well, let's put it into context through a scenario. Let's say, and I love going back to this as a scenario because it's so easy for us to understand, the idea of becoming physically fit and healthy, right? It's a very simple idea. Eat right, exercise, no matter what, you will become more fit. It couldn't get any more simpler than that. There's no gray area there. So let's use that as an example. Let's say you're trying to get more fit, but your main character, you, loves to eat junk food. I mean, you just love it. And I'm in that boat too. I have a sweet tooth. I eat a ton of sweets. But here's the thing. As an author, what do we try to do when we try to wrangle this, this character in? No more sweets. Stop it. We're going to rewrite your whole script. We're going to give you something different to do. It's like taking an actor who has been known for a particular caricature and saying, hey, we're going to do something totally different. I know you're, you're known as this fierce warrior-like, but we're going to cast you in a, in a romantic comedy. And, you, and the actor is like, what? Yeah, I'm going to try it. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to broaden my roles and my horizon. I'm going to do it. And then it comes out in the movies, and then we're watching it, and we're like, ah, it, it don't fit. I don't believe it. It's not him. It's not her. That's not the role she is used to playing. And that's what happens in our life. We try on this new role and it's hard. There's friction. It doesn't come easily. Why? Because the script and the story that we have been running for years or even decades or our whole life is entrenched. So we have to wrestle back control inch by inch by inch by creating a very finite place where we can run this new script, right? Where we can uh, produce this new story. Very small role. 
So here's how that looks. Instead of cold turkey trying to create this intense transformation all overnight, which is difficult to do, let's aim to create a space where we can be consistent. And what does that look like? Well, hey, I love sweets. I crush sweets. If, if you were to really track my life, you would be like, damn, X, you, you go down with the sweets. But here's the thing. I do it in a controlled manner. Saturday, man, I will eat four, sometimes three, four Ben and Jerry uh, pints of ice cream. That's like literally that's about four, five thousand calories. But guess what? Monday through Friday, I am intermittent fasting. I'm doing all these other things. Right. Like like I'm not trying to be something every single day at the heights of it and not being able to carry that role in that story. So I create a very finite window where I can be consistent. I need that one day. And I love that one day. And the other six days, I'm, 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 I'm in role. I'm in character. I'm running a new script. And I love that role and character, too. So for you, it may be doing something similar. It may be, hey, all right, we love junk food, but here's what we're going to do. Between the hours of six and nine, we're going to run a new script. What, what, what does that script look like? Okay, during that time, we're going to eat some, some vegetables. Vegetables? Yeah, but just for three hours, right? Just three hours? And then when we feel like we want to grab that soda, we're going to drink 20 ounces of water. Yeah, that's the script. And we're just going to do it from 6 to 9 p.m. every day. That's it. That's all we're going to do. Just run that script. I'm telling you, it's going to be hot, right? And you're going to, you're going to feel better about it. And then the actor's like, well, yeah, I, I guess I can do that. I don't have to change all the time. I can, I can just do it in this window, right? Yeah, just that window. Yeah, let's get it done. So you run that script and you do it. And it's, it's, it's pretty easy. It's like, whoa, I stepped over that. Okay. You do it again. You stepped over that. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, this role is settling in. You're starting to be more consistent. You're starting to develop that muscle. You're starting to create neural, new neural pathways, right? You're starting to create a feedback loop where you do a new action and it's pleasant. It's not freaking pushing a boat through sand or uphill. It's like, yeah, I got this. And as a director and a storyteller and an author, you're creating that feedback loop. Good job. You did that. That's what I'm talking about. That you nailed it. That's how a great story comes together. And then the production team, right? They have, they nailed those lines and they move to the next setup, the next setup and the next setup. And that's what it is. It's, it's the, it's putting together and authoring a story that you can tell day in and day out and running a new script. Until that script starts to become habit, until this new script starts to become a bigger part of your life, where your aim is starting to be not just something you're doing on occasion, but it seems to be something that's embedded into everything you do. And that's when you start becoming author of your life. That's when you start manifesting. That's when you start being more successful. That's when you start tapping to your potential. That's when you start moving with flow. So if you were to really think this through in terms of being a character versus an author in your life, take an area, a specific area. Are we talking about your professional life or in your relationships as a mother, as a father? Are we talking about in your body, 
in your fitness or your faith? What area of your life do you want to write a new script that you want to be author of? Sit down, pull out your pen or your phone or whatever and start writing a new script. What does it look like? Now, one of the things that I want to encourage you to do if you're sitting down and taking me up on this opportunity to be author instead of character is to know that authorship isn't about creating outcomes. An authorship of your story is about creating the character and helping them to be believable characters in this story. And every story, every great story, I don't care what story we're talking about, every great story has friction, obstacles, and challenge that the hero must go through. So it's not about writing in a story of, I want this. Yes, that's part of it. We have to have an aim. But it's really about building the brand, the ethic, and the character traits that make your hero worthy of the thing that they're pursuing. So the thoughts, the feelings, and the actions that if they diligently put themselves into, then they increase their chances of having, quote unquote, more material success. But as important, probably even more, is the intrinsic value of knowing we are who we say we are. As I put that line out there, I think about the movie In the Pursuit of Happiness that Will Smith played. Now, if, if I forget his name, what's his name, Gardner? There's no way he wanted to go through what he went through. No one writes that story for themselves. No one wants to experience that level of pain, that level of hurt, that level of, of, of just being so down in the dirt, feeling like you don't have any way out. No one wants to live that story. But as that story unfolds and we don't have control over the exterior, right? What, what's, what's happening in our environment, what we have control over is the type of character we show up as in that story. So writing that role, I start to think about the character traits, right? I, 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 this, this thing is happening to me, but I need to think this way for my kids. I need to feel this way despite the pressure. And I need to do these things despite them being hard. And you're writing into the story the heroic mindset where we have three choices. And then I'm going to leave you with this. Three choices. Your character can retreat and run away to the old script, which is what we do by default. It's easy. Or we can try to just ride it out, ride it out, like continue doing what we're doing. We're not quitting per se, but we're just going to continue doing what we're doing and just try to ride out the storm. That's the mediocre middle. And I'll talk more about that in a future podcast. Or we can take the heroic stance and say, I'm going to rise. I'm going to rise. I'm going to put forward a heroic effort and bring every part of me to the table, the script, the character, to accomplish, to do, to show up. And it doesn't guarantee victory, not even in the least bit. And that's the, that's the part that scares us. But what it guarantees every single time is that you're building a character that when you look in the mirror, you can be proud of. You can be proud of. It won't result in material outcomes every single time, but you will gain an inch every single time in terms of a sense of identity, of pride in who you are and what you stand for. 
And that is a priceless and invaluable thing. And that's what an author is seeking to do. Not to, to promise on the other end, Mecca, paradise. No, it's that the hero or shiro has the opportunity. The opportunity to fight and to figure out and to play a role that allows them to transform inside out. Inside out. So this is the difference between being an author and a character. A character just simply runs the script that has been given to them. They're highly reactive. They just do. They try to nail their lines. But an author gets to aim that character. And when you do that, you start to lead more of your story. So let's get on out of here. It's cold here. Blustery day. Saturday. Time to go. Uh. Have some fun. Chill out a little bit. Oh, it's ice cream day. I'm going to get down with that Ben and Jerry's, but I'm going to do it with family. I'm going to go work out right now. And uh, that's that's the role I'm going to run. So uh, it's been lovely being here with you. Let me check out in the yellow chair. Make sure you uh, connect with me online. Uh, follow me on uh, LinkedIn and uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're starting to do more um, social media stuff, getting out there and uh, spreading the gospel. Because when we lead our stories, we not only create the opportunity to transform our lives, but we have the opportunity to be of impact to so many people. But we have to be the authors and not just characters. I'm out. Hey fam, thanks again for joining me in the yellow chair. I wanna invite you to go even deeper to take this to the next level by pulling out your phone and texting me at 800-425-2095. That's 800 800- 425 2095. That's my direct number. Type in the word yellow chair. And when you text me, you'll be joining my X Factor weekly insider community where I send out resources to help you to continue to storify your life and to lead your story. So don't miss that opportunity. 800 425 2095. Thanks again for joining me here in the yellow chair. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share these podcasts. We're trying to change 100 million people's lives, and you're a part of that. So thank you again, and I see you in the next Yellow Chair. I'm out.